everyone. Welcome to the special episode of For the Love of Books podcast featuring Indian small press authors and their events. I'm your host, Emma, and today we will chat with authors Jean Davis and Melanie Huyenga about the first major Michigan authors event of the year held this weekend in downtown Muskegon after a two-year hiatus due to COVID. And that is the Lakeshore Art Festival. Hi, Jean and Melanie. How are you today? Hello. 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 Jean writes an array of speculative fiction. The first question is for Jean. Tell us all about the marketing umbrella of Michigan authors at the LAF. How did it get started? Who is spearheading this effort? Well, <laughs> it actually got started was it five years ago. Um, Steve LaBelle started it. And the first year we were in the Fallenthal Theater. And then after that, he, he's been kind of busy doing other things and kind of retiring kind of things. And um, so I, I took over and got us actually involved within the festival. Okay. And it's been really great being part of the festival because they do a lot of advertising for us. They, they really promote the authors that are there um, as, as a whole, not necessarily individually, which is fine because we just want people to come buy all of the books from everybody. So that's that's been great. Um, they do a really good job of promoting everything online, on uh, TV, on radio. And we usually have 20 authors and we usually have two big tents where we're all together, but this year we're all a little spread out because of COVID. So we're, we're doing a little, little different this year. We have an author alley instead of two big tents. So it'll, it'll be fun to see how that goes over. Okay, why should people visit this alley, author alley? Why should, why should they come? They should come and support all the local authors because <laughs> we haven't been able to get out and meet the readers the whole past year. And a lot of us have new books that have, we haven't been able really to promote. Um, so a lot of us have, I mean, I've got, I think three, four books that most people haven't seen since I've seen them. Um, and I have several more coming out. So I'm, I'm excited to, to show everybody what we've been working on. And everybody just needs support at this point because we've all been sitting here by ourselves and not able to get out and sell our own things and, and everybody can could really help okay. all the artists. Okay, this one is for Melanie. Melanie is a young adult author. She has penned 11 books with the most recent one, Chasing the Sun from the Campfire series. Melanie, have you been at the LAF before and what do you like about it as a participating author? So I have been there. So I wasn't, I was trying to think of how many years. I think I did not attend the very first one because it was, it was it in the Frauenthal for two years? One. Oh, was it just, then I have done it the whole time. Okay. So I did one day of that. And then, so I've been with it since it started there. And, you know, I always enjoy the events when there's a large group of authors, because as an individual, especially at something the size of the Lakeshore Art Festival, there are so many vendors and, you know, if you have one little stall with books, like you're gonna, if you just happen to look the other way, you're gonna miss it. But if you, by grouping all of us together, it's kind of makes it easier for people to find the books. And you know, not everyone's a reader and that's okay. And especially at an event like this, but the readers, like they, if, when they know we're all together, they can find us and then they can definitely find something. And we have such a broad range of authors because of the larger group that we have, you really can find something for everybody. And what I especially like about this event, I mean, you know, we were joking before we came on about the, the rain all weekend. And obviously that's a, a big downfall. And especially when you write books, you know, books and water don't go well together. No, not um, really. Not so much, but, but it's always a really fun atmosphere. People are excited, you know, for the art and they always have good food and a lot of things going on. And I think this year, especially everyone has just been so cooped up that, you know, we're excited. We know the people are going to be excited. And, you know, this event in particular, I was telling somebody earlier today, 
you know, Jean undersells herself. Like she really does an amazing job putting all of this together. And even the communication to the authors, like the, what really struck me is she made sure to tell everybody here are all the authors, here's what they write. So that, you know, we always try to make an effort to like, I write young adult, you know, not everybody reads young adult. That's okay. But I want to say, Oh, well, do you like spy thrillers? Oh, well, so-and-so over there, he's got spy thrillers, you know? So we can try to help each other because, you know, we're not each other's competition. We all want to sell books. People, Mm -hmm. most readers will buy more than one book. So it's not like we're fighting each other for for that attention, but Jean really does a good job preparing everybody. And even just above and beyond, I feel like for this one with knowing that we're going to have rain and thinking through all the things you should bring to protect your wares, (laughs) make sure everything doesn't get ruined by water um, has been really helpful to me. And I've been doing these events for like almost 10 years now and some of the things I hadn't thought of. So, you know, super appreciative as an author, as part of one of these. And, you know, I haven't put one together myself. And so I, I recognize how much work goes into it um, because we want the people who come out and see all of us to really enjoy it and not have to worry about those things. So either one of you can answer, how do you feel this festival in Muskegon is different from the other ones you have been attending? Either one of you or both. This is the biggest event, I think, um, because there's usually about 60,000 people there. I'm hoping that's not going to diminish because of rain. Um, There are so many artists, performers, food vendors, crafters, authors. There's so much to see there. Um, So it's not like you're going there for a specific thing. There's there's a lot to do. There's kids activities. There's a scavenger hunt this year. Um, So so everybody's got a lot to do, a lot to see. People can spend a whole day there easily or both days even just to see everything and appreciate everything. There's a lot of businesses in the area that are going to be open that you can go to the district, um, the downtown district there and and just eat and drink in that whole area. Um, So it's not just in the park this year. They actually have like a whole brewery area where you can just go and and eat and drink and walk around. Um, So there's just a lot to see and do and a lot of artists to support and and vendors to to see and performers. And it's going to be a lot of fun. I was going to say, it's cool that I think that it's like in the streets and it's not just all in one big area, like it's really spread out. And so if you aren't familiar with that area, you can kind of explore that and get to see it and see some of these businesses that you're like, oh, well, maybe I'll have to come back and check this out instead of just being in a big field or inside a convention center where you're not really getting an idea. You could be anywhere if that's the case, but in this, you really feel like you're part of the community and, you know, the people of Muskegon have just been so supportive of everybody who comes there. Um, it's just, a, so it's usually a fun time. Okay, how will people find us? Jean, how can people find us there? <laughs> Look for my like, big orange flag. We will actually be How can What's people that? find us? <laughs> we will be on the corner um, starting by the museum going into the intersection. So on 4th and Clay area there. Uh, we're going to be a whole strip. I think there's 13 tents. And there will be banners out there. We'll be all the people going, do you like to read via books? <laughs> so basically, can you say that people will find what they're looking for? Definitely. I think we have a little of everything this year. Some years were a little mystery thriller heavy. Um, but this year we have a very wide variety. Um, so we have we have young adult, we have mysteries, we have some um, romance, we have science fiction, we have, uh, going down my list here, we have kids books we have poetry we have just straight out fiction we have fantasy we have christian books um we have humor we have kids horror even um books about michigan that we have a a little of everything so it's a very good variety how about you authors 
new authors that are new authors this year. Yeah. So I, some, some of them I haven't met, so it'll be a lot of fun in person anyway. Um, we're missing some of our regulars this year. Some of them did feel ready to come out and, and be around a lot of people or, or had family things going on where they weren't able to make it because of the, the date change this year. Um, but yeah, we have, let's see, I have one, two, I know we have three, four, five, I think there's five or six new authors this year that aren't normally in our group. Um, so it'll be, it'll be fun. And I, I know one of them for sure has not done any events before. So we'll have to oh, <laughs> give her a lot of, uh, a lot of pointers, I'm sure. Right. So from each one of you, what are your expectations from this year's event at LAF? Sell books. <laughs> really all I want to do. This year has been so bad. Like I, you know, yeah. the pandemic hit. One of the other events I typically do is the Women's Expo in Grand Rapids, which is in March. And I was scheduled to go. I was, my car was packed and it was literally the Friday that everything just started imploding. And I said, I wasn't going to go, didn't go. It shut down about midway through the day. And wasn't then, even, it was one hour into it. Yeah. And one so, hour. and I was freaked out right from the start. So I chose not to, but, and I took pictures. I had a stack of books as tall as me. Now I'm not that tall. So, I mean, that's not as challenging as it might be for some other people, but I had so many books that I was ready to sell that weekend. And I had already bought extra knowing that this event would be coming up a few months later. And so I, I made a big push to get people to buy them directly from me, which I sold some, but you know, this year has just been rough. I mean, and it's across the board for everybody. I mean, I'm not saying authors are unique in that sense at all, but you know, taking away those in-person events where we really can connect with people has been hard, especially for indie authors. So like, I just want people to buy my books like this weekend. <laughs> That's all I want. So do you think we will be able to reconnect with our fans, with the readers and the public in general? Yeah, absolutely. So I certainly hope so. Uh, so far this year, that's been going really well. Um, I've had a lot of people, because I do so many events um, that have been like, oh, I saw you at whatever event. Now I see you here. And um, we missed that all last year. So I feel like we just dropped like all of the marbles and now I have to pick them all back up again and, yeah. and start juggling. So that has been, there have been people coming back out and, and re revisiting everyone again. So I'm hoping we get a lot of that at the festival. I'm hoping for that too. So what's next for Michigan authors? Uh, after this festival, we are being, uh, some of us, not all of us, because it's a much smaller event, but we'll be at the Holland Art in the Park on um, August 7th. Okay. And how, a few tips for authors. Both of you are experienced in this. How should authors go about planning their author events? Each one of you, whoever wants to go first. When should they start and how should they plan it out so they have at least an event for, let's say, per month or for two weeks? How should they go about it? What would you suggest? Well, it depends on how into it you want to get. Um, I, I have a lot of fun going out and meeting the readers and, and just getting away for the weekend and, and you know having a day of it or a weekend of it. Um, but not everyone is that into meeting people. They want to, you know, not necessarily talk to people all the time. <laughs> so... Um, do what you're comfortable with, go where your audience is. My audience tends to be, art festivals is a good one, but um, because I do sci-fi and fantasy, I do a lot of Comic-Cons, I do a lot of Ren Fairs, um, but that doesn't work for everybody. Cause like if you're writing young adult, just general fiction, obviously that's probably not where your audience is gonna be. So you have to kind of think about where your specific audience is and do those events. I mean, it's good to do variety, but focus on the ones that really are where your people are. 
Uh, make sure you have enough stock wherever you're going. Make sure you take credit cards and you have change and you have bags because it may rain and people don't want their books mm-hmm. to get wet. <laughs> right. right. I, I'd like to add to that too. And Jean's absolutely right about, you know, going where your market is. So I write young adult novels. So I've done mm-hmm. some like children's reading festivals, which are kind of fun. And I, I end up being kind of at the older end of the age market there, but that, that those are fun if you can get into them. Library events sometimes work. But, you know, some of it's trial and error. Like I've, I've had summers that I went to things almost every weekend and some of them were just complete duds. And, you know, you can't always know. And fortunately, some of them are, you know, and, and most people might not know authors typically pay to be at these events. You know, it's not like you just get to go free. So if it's a $15 fee to be there, it costs your time. And even if you don't sell anything, you know, you still get your name out there a little bit. And sometimes that's worth that, especially if you're starting out and you really don't have that many books. Because as Jean said, people start to recognize you. And more importantly, you start to meet other authors. And that's really what's, did, what's done this for me. Like, Jean, I don't remember where we actually met, but I'm sure, I mean, obviously it was at an event, but- um, I think it was the Grand Haven Library. Was it? I think so, yeah. <laughs> See, there you go, libraries. <laughs> I you know, I met Jean, so. Um, but that's how you start getting that network. Like we're there, we have several Facebook groups for West Michigan. Um, that's how you find out about events. And then it's just kind of like, you know, I've done this every year. So I'm on the email list. And so I get emailed and sometimes there's times you can't do it, but you make sure you say, oh, please keep me on there. And, you know, it, it, there is some effort. It's a different kind of networking than it is from trying to talk to your readers. Um, but like I said, just trial and error, knowing what you're capable of. Like, I don't like doing smaller art festivals that are just like in a neighborhood. Like the, I don't do well there. And I've learned that, you know, I went to Comic-Con. I did okay. I think just because of the volume, but there's just so much going on. And my, my books aren't the right, right target for that. Um, and like I said, you know, it can be disappointing sometimes, but usually you always make a, a connection with at least one person who they're just so excited. <laughs> it's like, and that makes it worth it worthwhile. So, you know, for newer authors, like don't be discouraged if it doesn't go well the first time. And, you know, you're always picking up tips. So looking at like, I think the last time we were, so two summers ago with Jean, I was ogling her book, her shelves that she's got. I'm like, I love how you have this set up. And, um, cause as I keep writing more books, I have more stock to show. And it's kind of, you know, your, your display changes a little bit, but just figuring out the types of things you need to have with you. Um, you know, it's all a learning process and you're not going to get it right the first time and, and you'll figure it out, but um, just stay with it and try to have fun. How about the most interesting or unusual thing that has happened to you <laughs> on your tour, on your book tour or your events? Anything that really stands out as bizarre or fun? I don't know. You tell me. I've had several incidents. Mine are pretty tame. I think my most fun one was this summer. I did a Ren fair and I, I pulled up and I started setting up my tent and I found out I was next to the snake, snake charmers, um, which turned out I'm not a huge snake fan, but they were big snakes. So I could see them. I knew where they were. So it was okay. It was an awesome weekend because everyone stopped to see the snakes and they came to see my books. So that was, that was great. I, I would have never thought I want to be next to the snake charmers, but it was great. <laughs> So I was next to the cheese lady one time. That was pretty cool. <laughs> so, was that good? They, kept teaching, they just kept giving me cheese. <laughs> no, the one that stands out to me, which was more cool than anything else. Um, you know, I write for teens and mm-hmm. oftentimes I'm talking to parents who, you know, the minute they tell their kid, oh, I think you'd like this book. They're like, no, I don't want that book. So I get that, you know, and so we have, it's kind of a delicate dance there. And there was a mom who I was telling her my spiel 
and or first the daughter came up and I was like well what do you like to read and she's and oh, I don't like to read I'm like that's fine I, I get it and so her mom's like well, what's the book about so I'm telling her and the girl's listening and she leans over to her mom and she goes well I'd read that and I was like oh so I kept going and like but you know the trick is not to pressure them and you kind of start with a one sentence one sentence pitch and if they seem interested then you keep talking but you don't dump your three paragraph spiel on them because their eyes glaze over and then they leave everybody but so this girl kept listening they ended up buying the book and then not only did they buy the book I saw her walking around reading it and she's the one telling me she doesn't like to read I'm like I love this like I that like this was this was at the women's expo years ago and it just it's such a cool feeling because you know mm-hmm. I said especially with that age group you know you can't tell teenagers what to do um you can try try to but you know they're going to make up their own mind and so the fact that she made up her mind about my book was a nice what is a nice feeling so do you have like a certain strategy that you approach the potential customer or your fan uh, or do you tailor it? Do you custom make your pitch or how do you go about that? Tell us <laughs> about your marketing pitch. I like to do something different uh, frequently because I mean, my, my standard is asking people to like to read, but when you're standing there for, you know, eight hours, sometimes you get sick of asking the same questions. So yeah. You know, sometimes you talk about, you know, maybe they're walking around and they have a pie from the pie vendor and you're like, oh, what kind of pie is that? You know, or, you know, what, what are they wearing something interesting or just something to start a conversation? Because, um, because yeah, not everybody reads, but it is awesome when you get to be the person that convert, you just needed the right book. And now right. you like to read. <laughs> so I was going to say, I literally do the same thing, but I always use cupcakes as the example. I'm like, where'd you get those cupcakes? <laughs> like, <that's> yeah. <laughs> but I've done that a lot. And um yeah, it's just finding something to read like for the person because then it shows like I'm not trying to hard sell you. I'm just chatting with you. But there's times I'll see people and they're looking, but they're like 20 feet away. Like, come look at the books. I have a I, I have a uh, a book that's cut in the shape of an H for my last name. And it's a blank notebook. I got it at Meyer for like $9. And it sits on my shelf or my table. And people come over they're like, what's this? I'm like, it's a lure. I'm like, what? I'm like, to get you to my table. Hi. <laughs> right. It just it brought you to the pretty. <laughs> now about books. Hey, now that you're here. So how about the volume that you usually sell? The amount of books? What was the most you've ever sold throughout the years? Do you knew first? Um, the, la- the most of our sold so far, my record is 52. In, 52. In this year, yeah. right? Yep. This year. And so you, Melanie? I've done 50 a couple times. Um, I, I don't know. It may have been 50. Like, I think it was right around 50. I've done that at the Women's Expo. And I think I did that at the last art festival that I was at. I mean, it helps when you have a lot of books. So like I have two trilogies. And so quite often people will buy the full series. So that that adds up to books quite a lot. If you only have one or two novels, you know, it takes a lot longer to get to 50 for that. Um, yeah. So what would your average be? These were like the extremes, right? So let's put an average number on it. My average is around 20. Yeah. 20. Yeah. yeah. Like for a two day event, I try to, like, I always hope for 50. So like, 50 is um, great. I know, I know. Like, usually, really, I usually figure out if I can just make back the money that I made, that I paid then I consider everything else a win. Um, there's some events that it's only a two hour event and it's not as many people. So if you can, mm-hmm. s- I can sell 10, I'm thrilled. Um, you know, that doesn't always happen. I, yeah, I think around 20, 20 to 30 is often my average. 
and it really does depend on yeah like how long the event is is it a two-day event a you know a four-hour event how much you paid for the table and that all varies into making it worthwhile Right. Okay, and do you get return customers like from year to year? Has that happened to you that people recognize you Absolutely. and they come back and ask you for a specific book if you have written another one? Tell us about that, the return customers. So I've had that a lot because I do a lot of events. So sometimes mm -hmm. it's, oh, I just saw you last weekend at wherever and now you're here. Oh. <laughs> and, and do they seek you, know, you out? Do people oh, sometimes, yeah, they see you, know, you post on Facebook that you're going to be here and I needed the next book in the series. So now here I am. And um, it, like I said, it was going really great. I was getting a lot of return people in 2019 and then 2020 happened and I'm hoping they continue to come back out now. Yeah, I, um, I definitely have people who've come back. Um, you know, I typically release about a book a year. So oftentimes, you know, I have a new one in the series for them or something like that, um, that they can get. And I always make sure I always do a Facebook live event when I first get there. And then I do, I have a newsletter going out tomorrow morning, just reminding people that I actually have an in-person event. Cause this is my first one in almost two years. Um, mm -hmm. So I know so <laughs> I've been hiding in my house. Um, so, you know, really making that push for people who do live near you, they can make sure that they're even aware that you're going to be there. Um, usually helps. And I always try to encourage my friends cause I don't expect them to buy my books, but they might buy your books. So right. So should the participating authors also market themselves during the event? Okay. Yes, the event. Absolutely. Facebook Live. And Facebook, post on Instagram, just, post on Facebook, yeah. wherever ha you happen to be socially, Twitter, whatever you're doing, get the word out. You're, you're here and I have 19 other authors and we're all here. Yeah. Okay. And that's usually what I do with my Facebook Live when I start in the day is I usually say like, this is what I'm, what I'm next to. And, you know, and the beauty of that is it stays you know, you can keep it on your timeline. So people will see the video too. So it's just additional content, even if, you know, they don't come out, but um, yeah, I try to put it across as many platforms as I can to hit the people where they are. Okay. Before we do our parting shots, I would like to thank our sponsors, Doc Chavent and Digital Quill Services for Writers with author Colleen Nye. Now parting shots from each one of us, whoever wants to go first, Jean or Melanie. What do we do? Parting shots. Goodbye. Like, what should people remember from this podcast? That's a Diana Popa specialty. Let's do parting shots from Pages Promotions. Parting shots across the bow. I stole that from her and she's happy about it. So, I guess my parting shot will just be you know, I hope for readers or anyone listening, you know, come out, come talk to us. You know, we're not scary. We're, we're people who like to hide behind our computers and every now and then we come out and share our books. And, you know, for authors, if, you know, one of the fun things about these is actually meeting aspiring authors who come up and, you know, they just mm -hmm. want to talk about that. And I mean, we love talking about writing. That's what we do. So, you know, don't ever be afraid, you know, these type of events, especially like we're people, like we love talking about this kind of stuff. And it's always fun when you can encourage somebody else to continue with their dream and, and hopefully join us at a booth next year. Sure. Jean? Definitely. Um, I'm going to go with my usual one. Definitely come out, support all the authors. Um, and don't forget to leave reviews once you read a book, because we all love reviews so yeah. much. Yes. They're very important and they're very hard to get. So, yes. Okay. And my parting shots are buy indie, read indie, and write indie. Keep your fingers on the keyboard and your butt in the chair. See you this weekend.
at the Lakeshore Art Festival in downtown Muskegon, Authors Alley on 4th Street, right across from the Lakeshore Museum Center. Thank you. Thank you, Gina and Melanie. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you.